What's up, Jedi? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. I was cracking up with that text you sent me about the news. Oh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend's kids don't want to eat their vegetables. <laughs> no, that, that was a news headline. That's almost as bad as, remember I told you uh, I was at the gym and I saw on Fox News, they were on a round table saying Biden and his wife both ordered the same plate. Who does that? And it was like yeah. a conversation. I'm like, wow, nothing is going on here. There, there's some definitely some light news days. I'll say yeah. that. That's yeah. pretty sad. <laughs> so that's what it was, Jedi, right? They were just talking about, I mean, what everyone is dealing with right now. Exactly. I'm like, I don't, I'm not getting a news article. I'm, I'm not in the paper. <laughs> I don't like vegetables either. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you ever see a thing with Al Michaels? He's never tried a vegetable. Oh, is that right? You, you've never seen that? No. He, he just eats meat. There's all sorts of clips. They're like, have you ever tasted a vegetable? He's like, I've never even tried it. It doesn't look good. They're like, what about a carrot? He's like, oh, God, that doesn't even like look like something. And he's like, it proves you do not need vegetables to grow up healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Does he take vitamins or something? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. I, uh, I just had to come from 80 degree weather to no school yeah. because it was snowing. Dude, yeah. how was the cruise, by the oh. way? Very fancy. Yeah, it was great. You know what's funny? You know what someone on the cruise pointed out to me, and I couldn't unsee it the more we were there? So, Joe, like, back in, like, the slave days, what was it like? Like, low or no pay, they, like, have to maybe live, like, at the bottom floor of the house, uh, cramped. And, like, my friend said that to me, and the whole week, that's all I could think of the workers. It looked like modern-day slavery. They're taking oh, care yeah, of you. They're always you know, house at yeah. the bottom. They, oh, yeah. they, they, they can't they can't mingle with you. They're in the bottom of the ship, probably making no money. It, it just, it's just kind of like a, a weird thing. And like once my friend told me, I'm like, wow, this does seem kind of weird, but they think of it as an opportunity, you know? Oh yeah. Well, it's a system that has worked for several hundred years. Why change it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we, we have a good one today, Joe. We like Joe not knowing what the topic is going to be. But with the clips I sent you, I think you know where, where this show's going. I do have a sense. And we've gonna, we're going to have some guests on who I guess are pro that thing. Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Um, Maybe one pro, maybe one. All right. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I got to tell you. Before the show started, uh, my daughter, I have a 12 year old daughter and, and she came down here and messed with my studio. This is my recording studio and I couldn't get anything working and I had a little meltdown earlier. I'm still off. I fixed everything obviously, but I'm, I'm in such a bad mood. So, um, it's on. <laughs> yeah, it's on. What's up, Marks, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond, back again with Jedi Todd and producer Joe. Uh, first out, we want to do a shout out to Dwayne Coley. Thank you so much for the likes. We definitely appreciate it. On some days, you might feel like slapping someone upside the head, but I mean, is it right? <laughs> when is Sometimes. It <laughs> <laughs> Corporate punishment. What, what's. What's that about? So, Joe, we had such a great time on the cruise. I met so many awesome people. And the person we have with us right now, Monica, we were just having a couple drinks. And when she ever brought up that kids get sent home with a waiver, whether or not they could be punished at school by spankings, our mind was blown. And can you even believe this is a thing? It's in 19 states still. Although it's a lot of states, it's one of those things, Joe, where they just don't take it out of the the laws it's just not really a thing but they leave it in the law yeah uh there's a, a school here in connecticut that we've been investigating where corporal punishment is something that they do so oh, i'm wow. super yeah 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 i'm super interested in this topic this is a good one yeah so <laughs> we, 
We have Monica with us. We have another guest coming on in a second. But Joe, I'm going to tell you some of the states it's allowed in, and you tell me the common denominator here. Texas, Alabama, Arkansas, uh, Louisiana. Good football teams. Florida, Georgia, Kansas, Missouri, Mississippi. What is it about the South? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. up, Monica? It, uh, it's good, Todd. I'm so glad that I got to be with you again, even if it's like weird on this little podcast. We had a such a good time, such a good yeah. time on this together. Um, it's a different experience. Like I've, as a teacher, I'm not a retired classroom teacher. So Todd and I both own the same business and um, a little tiny bit of history. So you can tell why I've kind of, it's, it's kind of got to where I am. I stayed home and raised my kids. After I raised my kids, I was going to go to work, found out I had breast cancer, did all that stuff. Recertified elementary, went in to a charter because at my age, I'm going to be honest, I'll be 59 here in a couple of months. Um, they're looking for those typical, you know, blonde, really cute, little skinny young teachers to bring in in most of the main school districts in Texas. So, I went into a charter and corporal punishment as a discipline method was allowed. Now, the parents went in when they interviewed for the school. They went in knowing that this was an op was a possibility. Now, it wasn't like you got out of line in the hallway, you had it. You know, it was it it took several offenses. You know, we had a, a system in place that you went through. And after a certain number of you just can't get your act together, you are sent to the office for that visit. Now, at that point in time, the parents were always called. The parents had a choice at that point, because normally in the normal school system, this would have been a situation where they might have had out of school suspension because of it. So they had the choice that their child either got their butts whooped or they could take out of school suspension, one of the two. So it was, you know, it was, it was, some did it and some parents came down and took business, care of business themselves. They said, you're not going to do it, but I'll be down there in a minute. Yeah. It was a different so, environment. Monica, tell us about when you sent the kid to the principal and they came back crying and what happened. I mean, Joe, oh this, is like so recent this, is a, this is a business owner woman and I'm, I'm Hispanic. So I'm going to say I'm a minority, so I'm not going to get in trouble for the whole race thing. This happened to be an African-American woman, and she is a, as she would say, I'm a proud black woman, and my kids will not act like fools, and that's just the way she was. So she got that call from the office, and they said, you know, we're taking your child down there, and she goes, no, you're not going to spank my child, and she goes, well, then come pick him up. You're bringing him home. She goes, no. She goes, I'm coming. She goes, but I'm going to take care of it. So she came down. So we, the little boy got sent to the office. They had the talk. They called the mom. He came back to the classroom and I'm like, you're back already. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, well, that was fast. And he goes, well, he goes, my mom's on the way. So this <laughs> mom comes to the classroom and all of a sudden everybody's just quiet because there's no behavior issues now in the classroom whatsoever because they all knew he was going to the office. So all of a sudden, this door flies open. Here comes this mom, and she he gets this. <laughs> Everybody's just like, you know. So he goes and walks to the door. She grabs him by the ear, drags him, I'm sure, the entire distance to the principal's office, takes care of business, and he was back in about mm, three minutes with tears and all. But, you know, it's old school parenting. You know, I grew up, I can one word for it. Spanked, smacked one time and I deserved it. And I was a senior, I was like a senior in high school because I smarted off to my dad and he popped me in the arm. And that was the one and only time. Now my own kids, my own kids were spanked. You know, it's like, you know, it, it was, there's a difference between giving them a spanking because they've done something wrong and abusing a child. You know, there is a there is a huge difference in swatting them because, you know, if you run out in the street, don't do that, you know, or, you know, but there's a huge difference. And it to me, it was a little cultural with the way that this worked. Um, it was disturbing to my co-teacher who happens to be my business co-owner 
she was vehemently against it. So it was it was interesting. Now, Jedi, I can already tell by your reaction, Joe's reaction, we were all going to stand on this topic. But I just want to point something out. So corporal punishment is to cause physical pain to a person. Now, minors, it's spanking and paddling. And is that the couple things that they can do in the schools? Monica's paddle, use a paddle? Honestly, they had one. They had a little paddle and it was a hands on the desk, swat to the butt, done. Yeah. Now, Joe, I've mentioned a few times how I'm in a Catholic school right now. Every time I tell that to somebody, their reaction is like, oh, I remember the nuns. For oh. us, it was a ruler to the fingers. I mean, not me. But <laughs> I, I went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school, too. Seventh through um, I went from K through 9 and yeah. um, got swatted and hit all the time. Knuckles, the rulers, the whole nine. And I'll tell you right now, um, there was we had a nun who was 75 years old, and she cuffed me across the back of the head one day. I believe, if I recall correctly, it was because I had given a wrong answer in her math class. <laughs> <laughs> and she walked up the aisle or, or cuffed me walking down the aisle and she came back up the other way. And the next time she came down the aisle, I tripped her. Oh, I put my foot out and I tripped her. Oh. I was 11 and fuck that bitch. Like, are you serious? <laughs> To me, when you are, uh, if you hit somebody, you're you're teaching them that violence is the answer. And so, first chance I got, I'm like, I'm taking this lady out, and I did. And I think she broke her hip, and that's for her. It sure did. But don't hit me. I don't like but that. I'm totally with Monica. Where like, there's a massive difference pulling an Adrian Peterson and leaving welts and bruises and everything rather than just spanking someone. I think what we're is- talking about severity. I don't think we're talking about a different <laughs> oh, yeah. is the problem. My, my, listen, my dad used to whoop my ass when I was a kid and I probably deserved all of it, to be honest. Okay. Right. Um, my dad would often say things, Monica, like, have you learned your lesson or do you want more? I, I was the class clown. I was that kid. And I was like, more? And he would he would comply. So I wasn't learning any lessons in all that. That's for sure. My brother was the you. I was not <laughs> the you. I'm, I'm staying out of trouble. It's like I'm going to walk 20 miles to stay out of trouble. I was that kid. Now as an adult, I'm like, mm, maybe I'm a little more trouble. But I mean, my brother was literally spanked by the nun in front of his entire classroom. So he came home horribly upset. My mom went batshit crazy, batshit crazy about this because she's like, you know what? If he deserved a spanking, I will be more than happy to give it to him, you know? And so it's like the line, I think the one thing that I did, I will say We had, the year that I started, there was corporal punishment in place. We had a principal come in who was like, she was afraid, rightfully so, that, you know, you got hands on desk, fine. Now, those kids might stand there with their hands on desk, but there's going to be that child that's like, no, and sticks their hand back there to keep from getting swatted, and you hit a hand instead. And she was like, I'm not doing this. So corporal punishment for the rest of that year came out of the school. The behavior levels of misbehavior skyrocketed because those kids are like, they ain't spanking us anymore. Game on. And so when they brought it back again the following year, it just like the behaviors went up. They brought it back. The behaviors came right back down. But like you, I, I... I'm not sure how effective it was because I think a lot of these kids experienced a lot of that type of discipline at home anyway. You know, so I do, yeah, I do see a couple of the points against it is they say kids keep doing the same thing, which I wouldn't think they would. I mean, I was spanked as a kid. I think, I don't know. I think I would have behaved differently after because I didn't want the spanking and they say it's increased aggression. If you're hitting the kid, the kid might have increased aggression. So I, but I, 
they were talking about bringing it back into the schools in Alabama. And I was talking to a few people. One guy sent me a message. He said, I received five formal SWATs at school and more at home. They were given the same way. Did they hurt? Hell yes. Did they make me stop and think about my actions leading to them? Absolutely. Were some of the Did it take five of those for me to learn my lesson? Still haven't. I mean, what an idiotic thing to say. You didn't learn your lesson. You got hit repeatedly because you weren't thinking about what you were doing. It. I'm telling you right now, yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I have an eight-year-old son, and I certainly get loud with him, but mostly I explain things to him and tell him things not to do or why not to do them or why something he's doing is kind of a stupid thing to do. And he responds really well to that. So I don't know. I I I think when you're hitting somebody, you you are certainly raising the aggression level. I mean, that person as you're be slapping them is thinking about, boy, if I could just turn catch one and throw a left, you're out. That's what they're thinking about. I mean, I can tell you as a kid that got hit, it was always my thought was, boy, if I could swing at the right time here and throw an elbow, I bet you I'll crack him across the jaw. That's I, how I felt. And then in the aftermath, while I, he would, my dad would make me stand in the corner for 10 minutes after I got beat. And again, I would sit there and think, how could I settle up on this guy? Like, what am I going to do before the day is out to get him back for that shit? That's, that's really, damn, did, 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 I did not learn any lessons. I learned that with violence, I'm just going to have to be a tougher person than this guy, which I think is a lot what led to my, you know, when he would challenge me, do you want more? Man up, right? Yeah, that so, didn't hurt yeah. me. I'll take more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's definitely not teaching what you want to teach. And again, there's a reason it's the South. It's more religious. They live by them 10 commandments, right? That idea of corporal punishment. They grew up in it. And so it's good for their kids. But I think most parents are signing off on that, Monica, thinking their kid's not going to misbehave. So really the corporal punishment's for your kids, not mine. And then when yeah, they, they just, you know, and a lot of these parents, they're just like, go ahead and get it done. I can't take the day off. <laughs> Fine. You take care of it. You know, I think the line, one of the big things that I talked briefly with Todd um, I think a line needs to be drawn because my my co-teacher had a student who happened to be a special needs student. And she was prone to a lot of odd behaviors, you know, she'd act like a wolf or, you know, different things, you know, hissing and and my my teacher would not purposely send kids to the office because she was flat out against the corporal punishment. So her classroom was wild because she didn't, she wasn't real strong sometimes with discipline when she first started, she got much better second year. She's, you know, much more tough with her students, but she sent this student to the office because they indicated that they would not swat her because she was not going to send her. And, did anyway. And I think there needs to be a line drawn. If you're in a school that has this sort of discipline, I think a line needs to be drawn when it comes to special education, because some of these kids are doing things that they don't even understand that they're really doing wrong. And to discipline them in this way for something that they can't really control sometimes seems to be, in my opinion, a little abusive. Oh, Let's yeah, hear from Mandy. Man, we have another guest. And she's on here, so let's see what she thinks. Hi, yeah. Mandy. Thanks for coming. Hi. Hey, hey, Mandy. We're all talking about why corporal punishment is bad. Why don't you tell us what you think about it? I think it's good. I think kids need whoopings. They do. It's not, it's not gonna hurt. <laughs> I got whippings. I got paddlings in school, and my first paddling came from my sixth grade teacher. That was my favorite teacher. My name, my car's named after her. It's Agnes. And she didn't want to whip me. She cried. When she hit me, she started crying. And she called my mama that evening, and she told her, she said, I whipped Mandy today. She said, I didn't want to whip her, but she was part of the group that I had to whip. She said, and her butt hurt my hand. She said, that hurt my hand. 
because I'm solid. I'm cornbread fed. I'm from Alabama. And it hurt her. But I didn't get up. I didn't talk again. And my next one came in like eighth, ninth grade from a coach. Now, I don't agree with that. I don't think men should whip children. That's not. And my mama, she got pissed about that. But my brother, he's deaf. And he went to Alabama school for the deaf. And the principal then didn't know sign language. And my brother had got in trouble. Well, he picked up his paddle and was going to show my brother, I'm going to paddle you. Well, my brother jumped the desk on him, like, and just laid him out. Like, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to whip me because he thought he was right. Well, my mom went up there and whooped his butt. But I think it all started in first grade. I cried and cried. I didn't want to go to school. My mama told me, if you act this way at school, I'm going to take you out on the front porch and I'm going to whip your butt. And I was like, no, she won't. Well, she did, and the whole class heard it, and it was so embarrassing. But I didn't cry again. I went to school. I didn't give her no problems. But and I whipped my child, like, and I she smarts off. I pop her. <laughs> I mean, but I'm a single parent, so I have to. I have to be mom and daddy. I have to. You're not going. You're not going to bully me. No, but, Joe. I see the look on your face. I think the problem is this is such a cultural thing. Oh, yeah. You know, what I mean, they grow up that. That's just how it is. And yeah, but, that's how it is. You and church, again, but you get, I I grew up getting getting beat, and I don't oh, no, beat I my kids because I mm -hmm. saw it as being completely unproductive. And Mandy, to your point, I was saying earlier, whenever I got hit, I was immediately plotting my revenge. It it was why you got beat. <laughs> sure, yeah. And Mandy, I, I'll get. I was but, just telling. But there is guys, a certain you have to stop. You can't beat. You can't beat and beat and beat. No. If you can't, if whipping's not helping, you need to do something else. I don't, I don't agree with beating the child. No. All right, all right. I like that. What's step two then? What happens if you give the kid a couple slappings and and it, they're not responding? Because I think some kids don't. You sell them at Walmart? I'm just kidding. I don't know what the next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the next step would be because I've never had that next step. But maybe counseling, something, something's wrong with the child if whipping's not helping them. So at our school specifically, after this would happen if it was a repeated type of fence because we were a charter we were we didn't have to keep kids in school so yeah. then we would come up the next steps after that would be a disciplinary review committee a drc meeting and at those meetings there would be a panel of the teacher principals counselor several people and it would be decided whether or not they would decide to keep this child at the school or not so if it became glaringly apparent that, you know, the discipline was not going to work for the child, they were, they were cut free. And then they ended up back in the public school system. There's a school, there's a school here in Mobile that I don't know, I don't think it's still open, but it was, my mom worked there. And it's for the kids at school that whipping didn't help, discipline didn't help. These were bad kids, but these were like, next step was prison or jail, you know, Strickland, the youth center. But I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with kids. Because whippings help me. Whippings help my kids. One little pop in the mouth, she won't pop it. She don't smart off anymore. But I mean, I don't just whoop. I don't really pop her, you know, just I'll bat. I just, I give you no chance. And when I get that look, you better shut the hell up because I'm not playing with you. But like I said, I have to be mom and dad. So yeah, I can't. Joke. Joe, do you have that clip from the woman in Germany that saw like the rules for some of the. One of my friends recently moved to Louisiana and she just posted a picture of the discipline policy at her son's new school. Here you can see that there's a section for corporal punishment, which is punishing the child by physically hurting them. That's still legal in about 19 states in the USA. Specifically, this discipline policy allows paddling. The word paddling comes from using an oar or a row or a paddle to hit the behind the buttocks of the child, typically. In Germany, this would be completely illegal. Like every other country in the UN, Germany has adopted the UN Convention on the Rights of a Child. One of the bare minimum stipulations is that children don't have to endure physical abuse. When my son started attending school in Germany, they taught him his rights as a child as they were derived from this convention and are applied in Germany. Children in the United States are often simply not afforded those same rights. UNICEF has an advocacy platform for this, information on how to teach yourself about children's rights as well as your children about their own rights. Something has to change. I found Mandy on this news page. It said, do you think corporal punishment should come back to Alabama? Joe, almost every person was like, yes, 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 across the board. I'd say 80%. Yeah, well, so let's talk about 
let's talk about the media that's consumed in those areas. And I think they think that kids are out of control and everyone is gay and trans now because it's fashionable. And so, yeah, these kids need to go to ass whooping to prevent the liberal indoctrination. I think there's that there's that element of that, Todd, that cannot be overlooked. We didn't have as many bullies like we don't. The bullies when I was growing up weren't like they are now, because if you bully somebody, you got a whipping. You got a paddling because it's not right. It's, you know, it hurts that child. And there were there weren't as many bullies. That's it's true. But down here, kids are mean. I don't know about anywhere else. Kids are mean as hell here. (laughs) I'm not lying. No, but, no, well, Monica, but I never got a paddling with an oar or a something you paddle a boat with. Was, it, <laughs> Monica, didn't you say it was only the principals in your school that are allowed to do it? Oh, absolutely. It was. It was, it was strictly. It was strictly the principal that was in charge yeah. of this particular discipline, which is why the year that it went out of the school was because this particular principal said, "Not going to happen," and. Oddly enough, she was new, fairly new when I came in. And so she was normal to me because I was, my kids were in a regular school district school where it would never happen, you know? So it's, it's, you know, the school districts in the Texas area pretty much are not going to do this. The, the main, you know, ISDs, you know, so this is, you know, this school that I was at was a charter. And so the teachers, because of the, in their opinion, because they had been there for a while, lack of discipline ran this principal off by the middle of, by the, by January of the first, you know, of that school year. And so then the principal that came back in, re-put it back in the school. I think it should be only principals. Because there's kids, there's like women here, that's like just coming out of high school almost and they're teachers and they're not mothers and they don't understand. And unless you're a parent, I don't. I think the principal should be the only one that whips them now. Yeah. Before, when I got a whipping, it was teachers, anybody. But I yeah. somebody that knows. I would when never, as a teacher, feel comfortable ever. I wouldn't yeah. feel comfortable whipping somebody. Well, not unless I knew them. But well, I I wouldn't even then because you know there's the fine line with that parent. Like with my mom, my mom could whip my brother's butt, but nobody else better touch him. So then you, you run that fine line, like say you and I were friends and we both know that we're like, you know what, they're going to get a SWAT and they're going to think about it. Okay. That was fine. But you know, I'm not sure I would be still even be comfortable with my friends swatting my kids, you know, because I know I'm just going to go and be done. You know, it isn't even going to be, it's it's hurting them. (laughs) Jedi, where do you stand on this whole topic? I'm pro spanking. I mean, I I was raised that way. You know, I was raised that way in Hawaii. That's like normal upbringing. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's right. Like, even in the that look, you stop. I mean, with the switch, with the extension cord, I that flip flop, anything. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know any different. My Does that make me stop to do something? Yeah, probably. Jo- am, jo- I, man- am I an aggressive man- person? Yeah. I mean, am I, you know, do I fly off the handle now? I mean, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Joe, Mandy's grabbing the first thing she sees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you know, I'm telling you, once I give you that look, you don't book. stop, it's on. <laughs> my, ma- my mother-in-law had a fly swatter, and on their trip, she would just turn around in the car and like That's- shake fly swatter at him like don't yeah, we got it. a fly flap don't let me get that fly flap on you i promise or i will hanger. Hanger even. <laughs> oh no i don't think i do a hanger that hurt like yeah like that mm-hmm. mommy dearest show yeah yeah more wire coat hangers no i don't think i can do that now again joe another thing why does this have to be political because throw on the hannity clip hit with a strap bam 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 I, I, and i've never been to a shrink uh by my father <laughs> I would tell you that I deserved it. This guy took it to an extreme. His child had welts on his body. I had welts when my father had the legs with his belt. I got hit all the time, too. But we really have a new parenting consciousness now. And since the 1960s, there's been a decrease because it doesn't work. It does. Because corporal punishment. I don't hit my kids, but I don't have to. I take their iPhone the way it works perfectly. (laughs) That's like a great point right there. Taking the iPhones away. Yeah, that'll do it. That's really much more effective. 
or a charger, just like the charger away. In your room, because everything's in their room. They got their iPads. They've got their, you know, gaming systems. Going to your room doesn't help. Going to my room punished me because I didn't have all that crap back in Stone Age when I was born. So that's what so, ruined the world. That's what ruined the kids is this yeah, bullshit me, technology. Mandy, I'm kind of curious. Like, what do people in the South think of Northerners? Because. <laughs> How would you describe it, Joe? We think of it just like a, a, an odd part of the country, don't we? Just because where we That's grew what up. That's what I think. Like, I'm a northerner, though, because yeah. I was I was raised in the north. Yeah, Mandy's also. I mean, I'm sorry, Monica's also as much Hispanic as I am, Joe. When she said she was Hispanic, you were like, "What are you talking about?" Right? Well, I'm three fourths <laughs> Spanish and a quarter Italian, but I speak no Spanish because yeah. the reason what. But here's the reason why it wasn't because I wouldn't have wanted to know. Right. When my when my father was growing up, it was not you didn't you wanted to be like everybody else, and it right. wasn't good to be considered Hispanic. So all of his brothers and sisters spoke Spanish, but they, none of them taught it to our generation. So Spanish basically died with our generation. Yeah. Now, Joe, you're not surprised this is in Florida, right? No, I mean. Uh Listen, this it makes sense exactly where it is for exactly the reason. And again, listen, I think part of Southern culture, and and I and I feel solid saying this, is built on the idea of respecting people, especially respecting your elders, your parents, your grandparents, your your kinfolk, as they say. So I think there's a certain level of that. Yeah. Right. I think also the idea of you know, hitting your hitting your neighbor's kids. I think that probably could fly in the South. Again, I think it's the mentality yeah, of like it, it it right. It takes a village, and so someone else's kids acted out of line. You wouldn't think anything of hitting them, uh, or to a degree. If you know what yeah. I mean. I think it's different in in. If the you leave your child mate, say again. If you leave your child with me, you know I with my child. If you leave your child with me, you know I with my child. And if your child goes out there and acts a donkey with my child, it's gonna get his ass tore up too. You know, it's just the way it yeah. is. But and yeah. they act like if they know that, if that child knows that, they won't act wrong. They'll be like, right, or she'll pop the shit out of me, and I will <laughs> in a heartbeat. Don't act stupid. Don't go throwing rocks at the neighbor's house or anything. You know what I mean? Well, I'll throw rocks at you. It's interesting, Todd, that when you when you pointed out the states and that it's predominantly in the South, because I was raised in the North mm -hmm. and because my kids have been raised in the South, like even the way that you talk to people is different. For instance, yeah. I was not raised with yes, ma'am, yes, sir, no, ma'am, no, sir, no, thank you, no, this. It was like, yes, no, do you want something, please? You know, we have please and thank you. My kids... I did not raise them to be yes, ma'am, yes, sir, people, because it wasn't the way I was raised. So when my kids got involved in sports, I had a couple of parents say that my kids were rude. And I'm like, my kids aren't rude. You know, and I was trying to figure out why exactly they saw my kids in that light. And it was because of the verbiage. It was the language that we were using and I had to, my kids have had to learn the yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. But, and it wasn't through any fault of myself from te not teaching my kids. It was just not the way that I was raised. So I find it very interesting, the difference in the culture, even from the North and the South, I guess I shouldn't find it interesting, or, but there's just, de there's definitely those cultural differences in parenting and all kinds of things. There seems to be a more pervasive attitude of that's just how it is. That's how I did it when I was a kid. That's kind right. of more more of a mindset of of southern people. Uh and and I so it, again it doesn't surprise me that you know again, I would beat my kids if it was acceptable in the northeast. It just isn't, you know. <laughs> um, so I had to I had to approach it from the more liberal, you know, I give my kids that look. You okay. know, that's it. They know. Um, now, it is pockets. It's also like living in the Dallas area. It's where you live also. Like, for instance, I live in a very affluent neighborhood, uh, you know, very affluent. And my kids, 
my oldest son had a birthday party and he got multiple things for the same thing. And he wanted to go to Target. He wanted, It was burning a hole in his hand. He wanted to go exchange these things. So I grab all four kids at this point and I'm going to Target with four kids. Yay. Um, and so in the, in the minivan on the way over there, I'm like, you will not ask me for anything. We are going in there to make this exchange. Do not run off. We, this is a quick trip. Do not ask me for anything in the store. That's not what we're there for. Laid out the rules, okay? Set the set what the expectation level was before we got in there. We go into Target, get into the customer service line, and of course, there goes that child. There goes the other child. And so there happened to be a lady behind me, and the and I'm like, no, I told you you're not getting that. Go put it back. We're not buying this. We're just going to exchange. No, no, no. So the whole time through the the the, the entire Target experience, this is going on. As luck would have it for her, maybe not. We end up in the customer service line again at the end of my visit. And I, my hair is probably standing out by this time. And so she taps me on the shoulder and she's like, ma'am. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I've been behind you the entire way. And all you have done is just get on your kids' cases. You've been telling them no. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, my friend had CPS called. I was like, you know what? Make my day call cps on me and let them and let me tell them that yes. i made the expectation that yes. they follow and they didn't you know it's like make my day you can look like a fool and i said you know what ultimately this isn't your business these aren't your kids my neighbor thought that yeah and my so daughter no my daughter told me one time if you she said if you hit me i'll just call i'll call up when i call, we call CPS. Uh, human resource. I just call DHR. That's what they call it here, DHR. I go ahead, call DHR, because when they get here, they're gonna take you from me, not me from you, and I'll whoop your ass yeah. till they get here. So go ahead, get on that phone call if you want to. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Dude, you think that's a good idea? You go right ahead. <laughs> oh, rest assured, the conversation in the car. As soon as we got in the car, I turned around with rage on my face, like nobody's business. Like, do you understand what you just did in there? And I mean, I lost my. My crap, but you know what? That's the problem. Is is I think that there would be less need for corporal punishment if there were parents that, and I noticed this in where I live specifically in my pocket. If the expectations were set, what the expectation level was, and then followed through, and I find. Yeah that that was very true even in my classroom they knew what my expectations were you know i followed through on what they expected and if they acted a fool there were there were consequences for it so i usually had very little discipline issues in my classroom now so. joe we've talked about this before like third world countries like you're taught as a child like oh if you steal here in the middle east you're gonna get your hands cut off first grade they teach Whoa. you second grade they teach you all through growing up and then you steal and they cut your hands off, and they're like, "Can you believe what they do to these people?" <laughs> Not that I think. Well, you're born. We told you. But you get told something enough, and then you just still do it. There's going to be some type of consequences, and where we live, exactly. there's no consequences. Sure, but then ask yourself why, if somebody knew they were going to have their hand cut off, what would compel someone to steal? And there would be two reasons. Number one, they're a sociopath, and so they do what <laughs> they want with, with no conscience, or Number two, that person's in a really poor financial situation, and that's the reason why they're doing it. And so, yeah, I think when when you really look at the problem like that, I think the picture becomes clearer. Why would somebody risk so much for seemingly something so little? Yeah. You know? That's that's an extreme type case of... You know, yeah, you can understand why somebody might steal if they're literally starving. I was right. trying to pull some clips, Joe, but they're all too disturbing. They're all in like third world countries, like floggings for like dumb reasons. You know what I mean? I mean, it's isn't it crazy? We still live in a time where people can be stoned for being gay or something like that. Well, That's again, crazy. That's nice. that ties back to tradition in that case, obviously religious, not to pick on religion, but. Um, when, when people rely on the things that their parents and their grandparents did before them, there's no room for progress. There's no progressiveness, which is something I said on here a few weeks ago, Todd, this idea that being a progressive is considered like being a liberal socialist. That, that's a new mindset that people have. It's, 
we don't want to be progressive. And it's like, no, I, I know you had your tradition. You don't have to do the same shit uh, that that happened before. You can start your own thing. That's the beauty of if something's broken, fix it. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, could you imagine if you dropped your kids off at my house and when I gave them back to you, I said, just to let you know they were acting up, I gave them a little whooping. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, wouldn't happen. Can I tell you a funny story? My wife was just telling me a story. A friend of hers, right, had a baby. And the mother-in-law was like, hey, let me babysit. The husband won some award and, and the wife wasn't going to go to the dinner. And the mother convinces her. And the wife's like, listen, any problems with the baby? He hasn't really been drinking from a bottle. I'll come right home and breastfeed. And here's what happened. Uh, they went out. They, the guy got his award. The wife went with him. They got home around 11, and the baby was still up and fussing. Yeah. Okay? Uh, the wife was very upset. My poor baby was starving. And it's like, he was hungry. If he was hungry enough, he would have drank the bottle. Mm-hmm. Okay? The mom insists, hey, look, I raised kids. That's what I did. It works. You needed a night out with your husband. Now, they won't let the mother-in-law babysit anymore. She's out <gasps> completely because of that. Right now, this is a very minor issue, I feel yeah. like, when we're talking about corporal punishment. But again, it's a mindset of who's right here, the mother or the, or the daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. I, I told you how to raise my kid. If my kid had a problem, you're supposed to call me. I think you decided to mother. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm kind of prone to, but again, you got to respect the parents' rights. I if think- I brought my my kids over to Todd and he was like, you know, I beat my kids. If your kid steps out of line, he's gonna get a he's gonna get a smack. If I agree to that, yeah. But if I came over there and he was like, yeah, I had to slap your yeah, kids around, they reacted up. Gee, that would be weird. <laughs> That's all. I tell you. I tell you, if you drop them off, I'm gonna whip them if they act bad. I'm not just gonna whip them without saying, you know, I'm not gonna. So nobody goes to man. <laughs> so it seems like there's that right. It seems like there are rules or or maybe like unwritten rules of etiquette when it comes to disciplining a child. And Mandy, I like that you said, you know, you're not just gonna keep whooping on the kid. I mean, if he's not learning, yeah, his you lesson, can't just keep, yeah. That makes me feel better. And again, it kind of, it, it makes me lean towards, yeah, she's got a point. Okay. Yeah. I like Dropping that. the kids off at Mandy's after the show. They'll either be shell-shocked or fixed. One of the two. <laughs> That's right. You might have so, good. <laughs> Mandy, do you know of any cases where people like, messed up mentally from being like hit in school or not really not really okay so like she said the other kids yeah i mean joe she said like the first time was sixth grade the second time was ninth grade so it's not a daily thing it doesn't look like and honestly even at even at our school because that threat was there it was like, right. like everybody, yeah. knew, everybody knew that it was happening. So it wasn't like it was something that was happening every single day, you yeah. know, I mean, because, you know, that threat was there. I mean, I, I don't, I think I had maybe that one child whose mom took care of it himself herself. I had, you know, I was there four years and I had very few times that my kids were sent, maybe less than one hand. Yeah, I, I actually kind of like that a little bit. What if everyone had it as a threat but never actually did it, and the kids always had that like overhanging, like maybe there's an opportunity that, that might happen. No, you no, have to okay. deliver. You know what? You, you have, have to. to yeah. You have to make one kid an example. <laughs> you have to yeah. at least make one kid an example. You <laughs> You're not supposed to have talked about it. The teachers are not supposed to have talked about it. But everybody knew when it happened. So when kids were outside on recess, they're like, oh. You know, they all knew. When I got paddled the second time, when I got paddled the second time, it was either write sentences or get a paddling. And I was like, I'll write sentences because it was a coach. Well, he wrote this two-paragraph sentence. And I was like, nah, never mind. You can whip me. Well, he did it when the bell rang. And when the bell rang, I got two licks and everybody in the school saw it. So that fixed me right there. Like, I'm never doing that again. That was embarrassing. I still get on as a little girl. Whenever come out, uh-uh. my weapons would probably have to happen now as an adult more than as a kid. 
See, but this totally depends who you yeah. ask. You, you, you yeah. ask one person, it says it works. You ask another person, they say, oh, yeah, it doesn't work. I kept doing it. But Mandy, you said it happens to you. You're done doing what you did wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And if you I don't stop, like I said, there's something wrong mentally that you need some help. If you, if you just continue to do it and get and your I, ass tore up, something's wrong with you. Kids' personalities have a lot to play in that. You know, like if it would have happened to me one time at school, I would have been traumatized forever, like traumatized. Where my brother, it's like, okay, you know, he he was also, you know, he was, he was severely ADHD. So some of it, he was just all over. So his spankings were far more frequent than mine ever were. For me, the experience hold on of, of being hit and being humiliated in front of the school again only made me want to pick on someone else. You I had to sort of <laughs> had to kind of say face. And so, like, you know, I think it was in eighth grade I got in, in, in some in some good trouble one time. Like the first sixth grader I saw, I just bitch slapped him in front of everybody for no reason. <laughs> but just because that's that's what everybody you need <laughs> Everybody, the rest of the day, all anybody can talk about was that kid getting slapped, and suddenly my thing wasn't headline news anymore. So, what would have worked with you, Joe? I mean, when you were younger, what would Nothing. you have listened to? Nothing. Nothing, Nothing would have worked. <laughs> Joe's Nothing taking worked. out his anger because you didn't get hit on as an altar boy by one of the priests. Oh okay. my God, that happened at my church. Stop. I'm serious. They treated me so well as an altar boy. It pisses me off because. <laughs> no, Joe, you know. are, you aware, are, you, are you aware of the father car that was involved with all the stuff in St. In like St. Louis, I believe, or Kansas City? Well, we have our own problems up here. Yeah. You know, do you know who that is? I do. Yeah. He was the he was the priest in my church that, that did my confirmation. He uh. was in Cheyenne. It was the priest when I was a kid growing up. Like it's so creepy now. And you're think. like, he was a decent guy. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, he was a nice guy until I figured yeah. out a kid, a kid that was in my class. There is a Netflix. I told Todd there's a Netflix show. That deals, I believe it's a documentary that was made about these five men. And one of them was the older brother of the kid that was in my class. So it was interesting. Wow. Um, yeah. So before we wrap up, is there anything else anyone wants to say about this subject or anything? You asked what I, me- we thought, think of the Northerners. After listening to y'all, we think y'all talk different. Like y'all talk so <laughs> I much. I love that. <laughs> And then when I go up north, they're like, say that again. Say it. Like, I'm some circus act. No, I'm not I'm saying like, that again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was telling you, Todd, I had, to, I had to sell cars when I first moved here to the south. And taking a credit app from you, Mandy, I'd be like, Mandy, white. How do you spell that last name? White. W-H-I-T-E. Oh, white. I got it. White. Yeah. You know, white. I think they white. thought I was kind of mentally challenged because I couldn't understand what anybody was saying. <laughs> Mandy, I love I love your accent, and I I could listen to you talk all day. I really I do. say I don't think I have an accent, but yeah, you sure do. Uh, and I love it. And and I I I've I've always thought there was just something. You know, listen, I've spent some time in in my life down in the south, uh, and the people are kind and respectful and southern hospitality. Exactly. exactly. It, it really it really is a beautiful thing. Um, Here's a thought I would like to, my last thought really, Todd, is, you know, look at corporal punishment, the death penalty, which was outlawed. And it's the same kind of concept. It's like people murder people all the time, knowing that there was a death penalty that they could face if they got caught. And people get caught murdering all the time. They still do it. And so it's like, I don't know. Monica said something interesting a minute too. She said, you know, she needs beatings as an adult. And that's, I think, the other <laughs> thing. Uh, no, Monica, I get you, but you kind of made a good point for me. And it's like, at, you know, so what, Mandy, at 18, you don't whoop the kid anymore. And we assume they're on the straight and narrow, right? Because when you're at work at 21, if you fuck up, your boss isn't going to give you a smack and be like, don't do that again. That's not how <laughs> life works. <laughs> So I, yeah. I think there's I think you're almost kind of setting kids up where if by 17, 18, if it doesn't click for them, 
they're never going to learn and they're going to be a fuck up forever because of the reliance on the corporal punishment to act right. They're, they're not really learning to act right. They're learning to like tell them 18, don't do that shit. Once I'm 18, I'll do whatever I want. No one's going to tell me. I think that's where I think that's the, the loose end of, of that method. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. Makes sense. Act right. <laughs> that's what it is yeah i'd be Maybe. afraid for my husband to have be able to have corporal punishment now he just turned out look at me you're not acting right done yeah <laughs> joe Mandy i think listen like as an adult if you got smacked in the face by other adults oh, it was socially acceptable <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't we all act better though i don't if know you, if you don't know. think so i think we would like you wouldn't run yeah. that mile. What... <laughs> 100%. 100%. Instead, because, listen, once someone's an adult, you can't treat them that way because they're an adult and they can have you arrested. Now it's his soul. that you might be a little pro-corporal punishment for adults at this point. Joe's like, bring it. I'll be smacking the crap out of people. Yeah, if we're going <laughs> to beat anybody, beat, beat the adults. I think that'll straighten everybody out. Don't Joe, you what's... be touching my pair of jeans. I want them. Put your on. <laughs> What station are you on, Joe? Is it Radio 104? Yeah. Well, imagine if you threw up a poll today. Could could should corporal punishment be allowed in Connecticut? That would be like viral. <laughs> oh God, yeah, dude. It would be like front page news on in the Hartford Current. Like this guy wants to beat kids. It is a different mindset up here. And I, yeah, you know, listen. I think you should parent your kid the way you need to. And and we all look, there's there's acceptable norms, but you don't we're not in your house and we don't know what right. you're dealing with and what you're facing. And so it's hard to just blanket like here's how you're supposed to do it. It's like you don't know my kid and you don't know what they respond to. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. As long as it's with kids that don't get disciplined at home. That's what there's kids that don't get disciplined at home that need discipline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, but people, um, children that get disciplined at home don't usually get bad ones. Well, I did, but I'm ADD and everything else. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, check us out on Clovercrest Media. Check us out on Facebook, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. And I think that's it, Jedi. Well, thank you for Monica and Mandy for coming on Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Please subscribe. And, you know, if you thank feel you like all. you want to smack someone, don't. Look up Tom. <laughs>